the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. going on anyone and everyone i might happen to be alive at this particular point in time smash with you right here big shout out going to those listening in the spirit world i miss you all huge howdy to the high holy three and triple j i love you boy 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 is it cold outside shame at christmas it got cold thanksgiving weekend was magnificent it's beautiful out on the deck just lounging Sun all beating all, uh, up on you and everything. And now this. It's Christmas, man. It's Christmas time in the city. It's Christmas time in the river bend. And as I look at a gray sky, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that's Christmas. Now, tomorrow is December 1st. It's funny to think we got one month left in this year. One month. Into this hasta la bye-bye, you suck as a year, year. So, prepare yourself for that one month. Question is, how are you going to play Christmas, right? I got you covered on Christmas, Christmas ideas, shopping ideas, different ideas as far as how the holiday season should play as the holiday season does go on. But I tell you what, man, this is going to be something to see Christmas. Because Thanksgiving, you ready for this? Thanksgiving. All right, over this last weekend, just yesterday, yesterday, 93,000 people in the U.S. got diagnosed with COVID. 93,000 people in one day. And part of that, they say, is because people didn't pay attention. People went ahead and had their Thanksgiving dinners and all that stuff and had all the people on over to the house. And yeah, You find out, I guess, a few days later that you got the corona. Then you got to call 20 people and tell them, hey, listen, I jacked you around. I didn't know I had it, but I did jack you around. You might have the corona. Quarantine yourself. Can't go nowhere all of a sudden because you had a happy Thanksgiving. But happy Thanksgiving. I certainly hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. We'll happen to have a happy month of December, no matter what your holiday is. We've got Hanukkah coming up, Kwanzaa coming up, Christmas coming up. Of these, I go to Buzz Ulrich over here. Nice, sir. Sir Buzzington, uh, of which of the holidays do you celebrate? Uh, Kwanzaa, uh, maybe Hanukkah, maybe Christmas itself, anything in particular? I do Christmas itself. Oh, Christmas yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, you have any plans for this uh, season as far as Christmas with the family is concerned? Because uh, every year it's either you joining a family or the family joins you. This year they're going to tell you, like they told us at Thanksgiving, don't be getting together. They're going to say it even more so because this is, as they said in the 
election season, this is the dark winter. The dark winter is on. You can look at the sky outside and see the dark winter is upon us. Yes, and I'm afraid it'll probably be no more than uh, what I had at my Thanksgiving table. Oh, really? Yeah. A no. couple of uh, venison jerkies or what? Uh, well, we'll probably get a, a turkey breast like we did for Thanksgiving. That's all you need sometimes, yep. right? Yep. Instead of the big turkey and everything. I mean, a big turkey is cool. Yeah. But boy, you got to mess with that thing after that, especially after you're slicing it up and everything. You got juices ro- rolling all over the place. And if you miss, you got a blade that's sliced your finger through. Happy Thanksgiving. But if you just get one of those breasts, they're already kind of like semi cooked and you cook a little bit more. Happy Thanksgiving, too. It's a wonderful thing when you can take it a little bit easier. And I am the cook at Thanksgiving. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. I've, I've yeah. done that for years. Uh-huh. I like cooking at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't get to do it all the time, but I right. do it Thanksgiving. And, yeah. And usually at Christmas, too. So it's it's a special treat for me to make it. And then everybody, everybody sits there and goes, mm, that was good. <laughs> That's a special treat. That yeah. is a special treat, isn't it? Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's Buzz Ulrich. And uh, is it Ulrich or Ulrich? Uh, I'm an Ulrich. Yeah, that's what I've always said is yeah. Ulrich. Yeah. Ever since I know you and knew you off of Facebook and all that kind of stuff, you're yeah. a musician and all that. Buzz Ulrich is, is who it is. And he's sitting in for Doug Jenkins, who I oftentimes call Jennings just to keep him on his toes. And uh, and I appreciate you being here. Well, glad to be here, Smash. It was a magnificent weekend as far as football is concerned. Now, magnificent in that various teams had their victories Various teams had their situations. One team had a really unfortunate situation, and that is this team known as the New Orleans Saints. say smash what is that the sound of that is the sound of the new orleans saints in the locker room after a victory throw in a big old party for themselves and you know how much that party costs i'll tell you that cost them and i know it's a pittance for an nfl team but it cost five hundred fifty thousand dollars A party that cost over half a million dollars because you were happy that you beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, wait a minute. That party was in the New Orleans Saints locker room and and the place was packed with teammates and coaches and and nobody was wearing a mask. Nobody was wearing their COVID protection mask. Nobody. ESPN is reporting that the NFL is fining the New Orleans Saints and taking away a draft pick following a post-game celebration. Senior writer Adam Schefter says in his words, the NFL fined the Saints $500,000 and took away a seventh-round draft pick for not wearing masks during their post-game celebrations after beating Tampa Bay 38-3 in Week 9. Schefter said the Saints have appealed and goes on to write, The Saints believe other teams across the league also have celebrated victories without masks, but none have been hit hard the way New Orleans has.
I tell you, that's a different uh, music uh, as far as being celebratory is, is concerned because back when I was playing football and we would have a record player in the locker room and a couple of speakers that were lodged in the record player, we played Louie Louie or something like that, you know. But nowadays is that stuff there. Hey, I guess, you know, like the Rolling Stones says, you know, get your yah-yahs out however you can get that accomplished. New Orleans Saints got that accomplished to the tune of 50, what is it, 550, what is that, 550 million dollars. Jiminy Christmas, what is wrong with you people? I ain't talking to the Saints, I'm talking to the NFL. You let these guys play without masks on. They land on each other. They're breathing on each other. At the end of the game, they come up and they talk to each other without masks on. But they're having a celebratory situation in the locker room afterwards. No masks on. I want you to find them half a million dollars for game time. Well, I guess you did with Gruden at the beginning of the season. The Raiders at the beginning of the season, but... You know, you ain't, uh, it's a dichotomy this uh, NFL is playing. It's stupid because you're not wearing a face mask in the locker room. You're not going to because you're getting ready to take a shower. All right? So you ain't got a face mask on, but maybe they should have. Maybe they uh, should have seen whoever's taking the video. Hey, don't take a video. Ain't none of us got face masks on. I'd have taken that camera. You'd have never seen that camera again. Half a million dollars? Somebody is stupid on the NFL side, but that's just me thinking off the top of my head, and most of that has been shaved off. Now, another highlight to the weekend was this girl, Sarah Fuller. about to witness history in college football. Vanderbilt Commodores coming back onto the field. They will kick off to start the second half, and Sarah Fuller will kick off for Vanderbilt to become the very first woman to compete in the Southeastern Conference in a football game and a Power Five football game. And there she is, wearing number 32, her soccer jersey number, and just six days ago was winning an SEC soccer tournament championship in Orange Beach, Alabama. And wouldn't you know it, history is on the field in Columbia, Missouri, as Sarah Fuller is about to put her right foot into a football, speaking volumes to women around the world. 
awesome, awesome moment. You can hit a crowd. Everybody understands what's happening right now. This is a pretty cool moment. And the kick down at the 35-yard line, and Sarah Fuller, happy Thanksgiving. What a day. What a day in college football. Her mom and dad on hand to witness it. Her boyfriend, her best friend. I don't know about you, David. I got chills, man. That was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty awesome to see. And, What a moment. Congratulations, Sarah Fuller. Happy Thanksgiving. What a day. What a day in college football. Well, Sarah, you made history today. The first female to ever play in a Power 5 football game. What emotions are you feeling now that you've reached such a milestone? Honestly, it's just so exciting. And the fact that I can represent, like, the little girls out there who wanted to do this or, you know, thought about playing football or any sport, really, and it encourages them to be able to step out and do something big like this, so it's awesome. We were all patiently awaiting the entire first half, hoping we'd get to see you take the field, but you come out after halftime, you take the field for the kickoff. What was your mentality in that moment? Honestly, I was just really calm. Uh, the SEC championship was more stressful, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. Um, but I was, I was really excited to step out on the field and do my thing. That was a monumental day in uh, college football and any kind of sports history, I tell you what, I got the chance to see this Sarah Fuller on ESPN later on after the game. And that is a big, strong, beautiful, athletic, powerful girl of a woman, woman of a girl, player, and formidable force to be reckoned with. And we welcome in a rock star. Yes, I labeled you Sarah Fuller, a rock star, because that's what you are. Into Sports <laughs> Center, Sarah. Thanks so much for joining us on a milestone day for you. What was your mindset as you arrived to the stadium to play on Saturday? Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Um, arriving to the stadium, I was just trying to pick out like a good playlist. Honestly, like got to get the jams going and everything. Um, but really, I just wanted to do my best. So that was my main thing going into it. Like, I was just going to go in and, and do the best that I can do to the best of my ability. So uh, that was the game plan. It was interesting. We all noticed you sharing a moment pregame with the opposing coach, Missouri coach Eli Drinkwitz. What did he say to you? Yeah, that was really cool. Um, so he came up to me and he said, hey, I'm a, a dad of four daughters and they're watching today and this is just incredible what you're doing. And that's been like the most amazing thing is I've had coaches come up to me, dads come up to me and say like, you're inspiring me and you're inspiring my daughters. And I just think that's so amazing. Sarah, you brought a lot of people to the screen to watch this game against Missouri. People that never seen Vanderbilt, people that never have watched Missouri. They were watching because of you. There was buzz along social media, of course. Yeah. How would you grade your kickoff to start that second half? I mean, I thought it was great. Uh, we were going for a, a short kick in the pooch um, and everything. So, uh, I kicked it right where I needed to go and um, was able to, my teammates were able to get to it and they didn't run it back. So <laughs> I thought it was great, but they did everything they could this week to get me ready. Um, and so I had a lot of confidence going into it um, and a lot of support from teammates and 
fans. This is crazy. I have fans now. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have fans. That is for sure, including me. Hello, I'm a fan. You said you got a lot of new fans, and, and I believe it. Has anyone reached out to you after the game that made you say, wow, I cannot believe it? Um, Mia Hamm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, you know, a lot of NFL kickers have, like, and Dak Prescott and everything, which I'm a Cowboys fan. Um, I, uh, Tim Howard and I had a little bit of a conversation. I, it's just been so cool. Carly Lloyd reached out, Hope Solo tweeted about me. I just, this is crazy. These are all the people I looked up to growing up. So it's incredible that they think I'm an inspiration. Well, you're amazing, and we are all big fans, and we really appreciate you, and congratulations again. Uh, Thank you. So much out there for you to grab and run with. Thank you so much. Bravo to the young lady. I got to say, really a monumental day, not only for sports, for football, but for femininity in general, if that's what you ladies are called anymore. But I got to say this. As big as that day was, the unfortunate part of it was that Vanderbilt lost to Mizzou 41 to nothing. But, I mean, I ain't, uh, you know, I ain't trying to spoil it. I'm obviously saying what the score was there. Uh, okay. Uh, song for the ladies.
Magnificent piece of music right there. That's Annie Lennox, Eurythmics, and she's singing that with Aretha Franklin. It's a little bit of uh, sisters are doing it for themselves and salute to Sarah Fuller and what she stands for as far as what she did on the uh, football field over this last weekend with the Vanderbilt team against Mizzou. Smash with you right here. COVID numbers, man. COVID numbers, are, uh, they're not looking good. I got some numbers and stats for you coming up in just a minute. Here we go. Listen to the Smash Daily Podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, and the new home at Amazon Music. SmashDaily.com. You know, I've told you about Jersey County Fence and Deck, jcfdonline.com. That's their website. Go on over there, see the kind of work they do. You've been thinking about it? Now could be the best time to get at it because you got 10% off as far as your labor cost is concerned. Beautiful. Tell them you heard about it here on WBGZ. And that includes whether you go on deck attached to the house. And boy, let me tell you what. Attachment is like the biggest, biggest thing. Because I've seen these houses. And the deck is leaning. And I'm thinking to myself, you look on the side and it's not attached with a strength that needs to ensure the fact that you can get on your own deck and party in your own individualistic fashion. Well, Jersey County Fence and Deck, they make sure of that kind of stuff. Jersey County Fence and Deck will put that deck on. Talk to you about it ahead of time, of course, free consultation. When you give them a call and set up the appointment, the appointment can be done person to person, masks on. Appointment can be done Zoom, can be done phone, whatever you want to do. But the main thing is you've been thinking about at least get a general idea of what it's going to cost you. Because Dean Comer and his crew over there at Jersey County Fence and Deck, these are guys who got an eye for design, but they're working people too. And they'll make sure that deck does indeed adhere to your house in the correct way so that when you do have guests over and you're sitting six feet apart, you got yourself a deck that they don't have to worry about. It's going to be standing tall. It's going to be standing strong, going to be standing firm, sturdy. Whether that deck is a foot off the ground or 10 feet off the ground, whatever it might be. Dean Comer, Jersey County Fence and Deck, knows how to make that happen right for you. That includes fences, too. You might just want a fence. Now, all of a sudden, let's say you're of an age where you got yourself some kids. You want to protect them. Put that fence up. Not only protect them from the outside to the end, but... Protect them inside, inside the yard, right there, inside to the out. Beyond that, you can go to Jersey County Fence and Deck, see all the work that they've done, jcfdonline.com. It can be, you know, like a screen in Porsche. They do that stuff. Siding on the side of the house, they do that stuff. And while you're there, you will see an opportunity for you to register. And we only got 18 days left, all right? Because on the 18th, Dean Comer comes in the studio here. And we're going to draw a name, and if it's you, 
applause, applause, applause. You just want. Oh, what are you talking about, Smash? Well, I haven't heard about it. Well, I've been talking about it. Well, I'm going to tell you now since you ain't heard about it. Jersey County Fence and Decks giving you the opportunity to win for yourself. A fire pit. Now, this is a good fire pit. It's a quality fire pit. It's a for real fire pit. It's an expensive fire pit. But you go to jcfdonline.com. Get yourself registered. In their registration, they're going to ask you where you heard about this. You say WBGZ, say Smash, whatever the case may be. But the main thing is if you do say that, you're not only registered once, you're registered twice, so you got two times the chance to win. And imagine having a, a fire pit or maybe the deck you already have or maybe the deck that Jersey County Fencing Deck builds for you out in the yard in the grass with the chairs all around and everything. I'm telling you. And people love it even in the wintertime. Not me, but in the wintertime, people love these fire pits because they give you a nice heat, a nice warmth. I don't like going out in the cold. But in that spring, summer, and autumn, in that night air, for me, ooh, nothing better than the fire pit. Just turn you on to the good stuff. All right, get yourself registered. JCFDonline.com for Jersey County Fence and Deck, the fire pit. Smash, smash, digging a smash. WBGC 107.1 FM, the Big Z. That's Cat Dawson right there. Sing about that social distance suicide. My, my, my. Over this uh, Thanksgiving weekend. By the way, hi, how do you do? Appreciate you being here. If you traveled over the Thanksgiving holiday when everybody, the government, said don't, well, top U.S. health officials say you should get tested for the coronavirus hospitalizations, you ready for this, of COVID-19 patients in the U.S. reached, and this is yesterday, this is Sunday, hospitalizations of COVID-19 patients in the U.S. reached on Sunday a record high of 93,238 people. So some vigilance needs to be had before uh, those numbers start ballooning. All right. So more vaccine progress could be on the horizon. Better be U S food and drug administration says it will make a decision about authorizing Pfizer and BioNTech's coronavirus vaccine within a few weeks. Got a big meeting set for December 10th. It's kind of like, wait a minute. 
You know, this stuff works, but you got to wait 10 days. And if 93 people, 93,000 people are dying on Sunday, but you're going to wait 10 days, 10 times 93,000 is 900,000, which means a million. And you're going to kill a million people while you guys have your meetings and stuff. CDC advisors, they called an emergency meeting for tomorrow. They're going to vote on, uh, you know, who they recommend should be first to get a, a, a vaccine. Once one is authorized, we'll start authorizing. You know, this stuff works. Start authorizing. You got to have your meetings and all this crap. People are dying. You're going to let a million people die? Maybe I ain't reading this right. Maybe I ain't reading this right. Maybe I ain't reading this right. That's what it's saying to me. India, the country, India, says it plans to buy and distribute between 300 million and 400 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine by July. <laughs> so, what, they got six, seven months, they're going to jack around, and then they're buying? Wow. In case you're leery, says here, leery of various safety measures, research uh, shows that infections in the UK have dropped about 30% during the national lockdown that they had. So the deal is just stay at home. And if this is the dark winter, and it's as cold as it is. I love the cold smash. I love going down the cold. I can't wait for the snow. I love the snow myself. I don't like the cold. But you got to have cold if you're going to have snow. I understand all that. It's pretty. I love snow on, on Christmas Eve. And then by the 26th of December, melt away. Snow melt away. But that's just me. I'm not one. Well, once you move to a warmer climate. Well, the warmest climate I need right now is inside my house. So stay at home. That's what they all saying. Smash with you here. Appreciate you dig in. Hey, these uh, COVID numbers, we got to do something about that. And of course, everybody puts out their quote unquote public service announcement. So I got kind of one of my own that I put together with some music and also incorporating Samuel L. Jackson. He's had so many great parts in so many great movies. Of course, when you're thinking Sam Jackson, I call him Sam, uh, Pulp Fiction, of course, comes to mind. Django, he was in that. Played the recurring character Mace Windu in the uh, Star Wars movies. Snakes on a Plane. Played Nick Fury in the Marvel movies. And let me say Lakeview Terrace. That was a killer movie with Sam Jackson. 
I remember when he first really got his first big role in Jungle Fever, Spike Lee joint. He uh, played a crack addict, and I mean, it was so believable. That's my first knowledge of Samuel L. Jackson. All kinds of movies Sam Jackson did, I dig him. I got some sound clips from some of his movies just to refresh your memory as to who is Samuel L. Jackson. Hold on to your butts. sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. The dark side of the Force surrounds the Chancellor. Honey! What? Where's my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? My job is to keep you out of harm's way. Shit, I am harm's way. I recognize the Council has made a decision, but given that it's a stupid-ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. If there is someone like me in the world, and I'm at one end of the spectrum. Couldn't there be someone else opposite of me at the other end? And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Does he look like a bitch? So ask yourself, what's in your mother wallet? That's Samuel L. Jackson. Hopefully you recognize the voice. I know you're going to recognize the music and certainly hope you recognize the fact that we got to get our act together in this fight against this pandemic. Is this a sore throat? Is this just allergies? Caught in a lockdown. No escape from reality. Don't touch your eyes. Just get sanitized quickly. fight it is simple my friends just stay the f- at home
I'm not a doctor. But motherfuckers listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam Jackson, imploring you, keep your ass at home. Stay the f*** at home. Too late, my time has come. Send shrimps on my spine, body's aching all the time. Goodbye, everybody, I've got the flu. your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the f*** at home. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the motherfucking app on your phone. But unless you just ran out of groceries, please, stay the f*** at home. I see a little silhouette of a man. What a what a douche, did he ever wash his hands? Oh. Security style ring, very, very tight ring, ring. Got a lelo, got a lelo, got a lelo, Don't go to war. I'm just a poor boy facing mortality. He's just a poor boy facing mortality. Spending his life on this world, does he think? Touch your face, wash your hands, will you wash your hands? It's still not Stay the f at home. <laughs>
what a perfect gift might be is having the folks over at Environmental Resources over to your house. They're located in Wood River, so they got the river bend covered. Phone number 618-471-9119. I'm talking about asbestos and mold removal any time of the any time of the year, even in the Christmas season. When quality counts, these are the folks that you you call you count on environmental resources. Customer reviews. They always get five out of five stars. They're family-owned and operated 25 years in that manner. When you give them a call at 618-471-9119, then you make an appointment. Abram Henson comes out representing the family, representing environmental resources, gets an idea of what needs to be done to really secure your house against asbestos. Asbestos was used really by everybody in building materials back in the mid-century, as they call it, 50s, 60s, 70s, even the 80s onward. Drywall, plaster, tile, siding, they all, all got that asbestos associated to it. So before you cutting or doing any demo in a house or drilling or anything like that, test your materials to ensure that it's safe to remove them on your own, if that's what you're thinking to do. And the folks who know how to do that testing, folks will ensure what your situation is, is environmental resources. Environmental resources, asbestos, and mold removal, 618-471-9119. Dig the smash. Anywhere, anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. Smashdaily.com. But I can't. 